Hump Day Quickies Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickies Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non monogamous lifestyle. Cold January brought us some really hot stories. As G and I continue sharing our lifestyle journey, we go from four blowjobs in one night to sharing some amazing foreplay before an extended sexual session, and then end the month with a cockfest for me. And we're back at the sex apartment once again, just you and me, Nessa. Just you and me. We're going to continue sharing the stories of our lifestyle journey. Where we last left off was the end of 2020. Cold, cold January. And we are moving on to the day after New Year's Day. And we head to the club. We originally were not going to go to the club. But at the last second, I convinced you it's the blackout party. I really want to go. There's some sexy things that happen here. and We didn't really know many people that were going to be there. I think it was only Echo and Falcon that we knew that were going to be there. So we got there a little bit late. Shocker. It was during that early times where I think the club opened at five. Yeah. And closed at nine or something crazy. Yeah. So us rolling in at seven was late for the event, but technically not that late. We rolled in, saw Echo and Falcon sitting at a table with two new couples that we haven't met before, Kevin and Marie and Martin and Debbie. We don't typically interrupt other couples, so we figured Echo and Falcon were working their magic with these two couples, and we kind of waved, and we were going to walk by, and they said, no, 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 come here, come here, come here, come here. We sat down and joined them. Echo and Falcon introduced us to everyone, and we just kind of sat and hung out for a little bit. Got to know each other, and eventually we worked our way back to the pool table. There was a lot of flirting. We only played one game because Debbie and Martin were infinitely better at pool than the rest of us. Oh my gosh, pool sharks. <laughs> very much so. Yes. Debbie was very excited to try the taping, which is what the artists at our club do on blackout parties. They use electrical tape and then cut it into special shapes and put it on usually topless women. Again, or anywhere. They're technically anywhere, but... The reason that I love this party is because a lot of women are walking around topless covered in just electrical tape, which I thought is very sexy. You didn't do it because your skin is very sensitive. <laughs> yes, it is. But we did that. And no sooner did we finish that than Debbie was like, all right, guys, let's go get a room. And I was like, yes, please. <laughs> but I, what a waste of the tape because the second you start getting sweaty through sex, the tape starts peeling off. But. Hey, it was fun watching them do it. So because she kind of jumped at the chance to get a room, we never had that chance to talk to these two new couples about, you know, what their dynamic was or if they had any specific rules. And when rules discussions don't happen, my first thing is, okay, you know what? I'm just going to sit back and watch and enjoy the show because I know with you, you're down for whatever happens to you is fine. So we're not too worried on your end with the rules, but I tend to stay back and allow things to come to me. So that's exactly what I did. 
We walked into the room. I sat down on the couch. Martin sat down on the other end of the couch, and we both sat back and watched as things started to unfold. So Kevin and Marie start getting undressed, and Debbie gets naked as well. They all kind of start making out on the bed. I take my clothes off, and I start going down on Marie while Echo and Falcon started making out. Things were all starting to happen in the room, and the energy was definitely building. I think that was enough to get Martin interested, and he motioned over to Echo, and she came over and dropped to her knees and pulled his cock out and started blowing him there. Now, being alone, Falcon said, well, all right, there's Nessa. Yep. And he comes over and starts going down on you. Kevin and Marie were kind of doing their own thing together. So they start fucking. So Debbie goes over to you, G. Yes. This was a slightly awkward moment because I was already in the mindset of sit back and watch. Still fully clothed. I was still fully clothed and I was not, I don't want to say I wasn't aroused, but I was not erect at this particular (laughs) moment. And she unbuckled my pants and pulled them off quickly and started trying to go down on me, but was very disappointed that I was not hard at this time. That's a tough spot to be in for a girl. It is. And it it definitely wasn't her because she was super fucking sexy. I didn't know what their rules were. I hadn't talked to him about it. So she tried for about a minute or two and got frustrated and scooted over to her husband. Echo looked up and saw me sitting there and was quite happily surprised that my pants were off. (laughs) So she came over and started going down on me. Echo's rules. I know. (laughs) So as she's blowing me, instantly start to get hard. And while she goes over to you... Falcon climbs up and starts fucking me. Yes, yes, he did. So me and Falcon were going at it so hard that we just totally got worn out. I will also say that with the heaters on in the space, because it was the middle of winter, it was fucking hot in that room. Yeah, some of those space heaters are pointed right at you. So we were we were sweating. So we took a break and sat back. And this was one of the first times I had a chance to sit back and watch you kind of enjoy what you were receiving. And I was thoroughly enjoying receiving one hell of a blowjob from Echo. At this point, after I had a chance to sit back and relax for a little bit, Kevin and Marie kind of finished up and Kevin comes over to me and starts kissing me. And actually, both of them came over and started touching you and kissing you. But you really. (laughs) But I remember Kevin a little bit. You really focused on the kissing of Kevin because that kind of took off for you. And Kevin was a good kisser. (laughs) You you thoroughly enjoyed (laughs) that. And you were rubbing on him as hard as you could, trying to get him hard again. But he had just finished coming with. But Marie, feeling left out of the two of you making out, comes over and starts going down on me because Echo had just gone back to Falcon to do a little kiss and cuddle reconnection after the two of you. Falcon then sees Debbie's ass sticking up in the air after playing a little with her own husband and goes over and starts going down on her. As her attention has been drawn away from her husband, she suddenly notices that I'm hard and getting a (laughs) blowjob. So she's like, oh, I want to do that. (laughs) She comes over and kind of moves Marie out of the way and starts going down on me. And she's doing that. And I am a little disappointed that I wasn't hard earlier because it was one hell of a good blowjob. (laughs) And I sure would have liked to do a whole hell of a lot more. But shortly after she started, you figured out that you weren't going to get Kevin hard and he kind of said hey we'll do this again next time yeah and he he made some promises yes yes he did (laughs) and you looked over and saw that Debbie was going down on me and you wanted to join so you came over and started helping her for a little bit and things were kind of wrapping up in the room and 
exciting part of this night was the fact that I got to have uh, four blowjobs from four different women in a very short period of time. That was and this uh, is this ranks up as one of your favorite experiences. I when we started recording this podcast, it was at the top of my list. Okay. I've had a handful that have surpassed. It I was just going to ask, is but, it still? But if this story sounds a little familiar to you, longtime listeners, we did tell this story back in season one during episode eight, but that was back when we just were talking into a microphone that was sitting in the center of the room, just having a conversation and the sound was awful. Okay. A lot of you might not have wanted to hear that episode. <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted to tell it again in the chronological order of our stories. This is where that story falls into place. Yes. So things went very well with Kevin and Marie that night. You were quite interested in hanging out with them some more after that makeout session. Definitely. So we started chatting and quickly set up a date for two weeks later. Yep. We invited them out to dinner. We went out, had a good dinner, chatting and all that. Mm-hmm. And came back to the sex apartment. Kevin is... Not one for the small talk. No, he's definitely a closer. He <laughs> came in, saw the living room, said, this looks great. What's the bedroom look like? And off to the bedroom we went. Yeah. It also helped that we had that night a couple weeks earlier because it wasn't like there was nerves. Are we doing this? Are we not doing this? Because we already kind of started it. And there was definitely some sexual buildup to that point. Yeah, and we, definitely. we all, all four of us wanted more for sure. Yeah. So we head back to the bedroom pretty quick. I think we all started making out right away. It was me and Kevin and you and Marie. And as in typical fashion. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you are quickly undressed. <laughs> yes, I think... I was first to have clothes removed, and then um, Kevin removed his shirt, and you and Marie were still pretty clothed, but she wasn't far behind. I, no, I, I pulled her top off as, as we were making it was, out. It wasn't too far behind me. He had already <laughs> laid you down on the bed, <laughs> Yeah, pulled off your panties, and was going down on you as you were laying with your legs off the side of the bed. Yeah, he laid me down on the side of the bed and promptly started going down on me, which he was very good at. You and Marie are still kind of making out at this point. Just yes, and after watching you guys kind of get on the bed, he stands up quickly, strips down to his boxers, and I'm all right, let's do this. And I strip down to my <laughs> boxers as well. Yep. So you guys strip down to your boxers, and Kevin has to leave the room for a moment. You get on the bed, G, and then I start making out with Marie. Yes, you do. And when Kevin comes back in the room, um, Marie is kind of in a, she's kneeling on the floor, but leaning onto the bed to kiss me. And so he starts to pull her pants off. So she's down to just panties. He and I are sitting there in our boxers. He then starts making out with her while you and I are making out on the bed. Mm-hmm. Marie, who is already on her knees as he's leaning down to kiss her, just turns and pulls down his boxers and starts giving him a blowjob. And mean you are making out at this point. Yes, we are. But I also noticed this. So I do my typical... Go help her, go help her, go help her nudge. <laughs> yes, you did. You climb out of the bed and go over and get on your knees and start helping Marie blow Kevin. What was funny was as you were walking over to help give that blow job, you stopped and said, is this okay? And they kind of looked at you like, really? Really? You're wondering if this is okay? And there was a little giggle there between everybody. Well, I always feel if somebody's with their partner, you should ask. And that's they a good point. They could have had their... That moment. You're right. You're right. I... Totally understand why you do that. We don't share too long and she just kind of sees that you're all alone on the bed. We start making out, kissing and touching all over each other. And I'm 
blowing Kevin at this point. So I only have a chance to blow him for a little while because he starts kissing me, but also fingering me at the same time. So we're kneeling next to each other at this point. I don't think our knees could last. So he lifts me up and we stand up and he's still fingering me. I give my hand a good lick and I grab his cock and kind of give him a little hand job as well. I love when you lick your hand and start stroking a cock. Typically, I get a look from you as you're doing it. This time I was preoccupied on the bed behind you guys, but you doing that is one of my favorite things, especially as you look at me like, look what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) And then he ended up laying me on the bed and started going down on me again. And he was doing it in such a way where he was kind of standing by your head and leaning over. It was almost like you guys were in a 69, but you were laying on the bed and he was standing next to the bed. So you kind of reached over and started blowing him while he was going down on you. I felt that Marie and I needed to catch up a little. So I pulled her panties off and started playing with her pussy a little. We don't typically do a lot of the whole fingering and making out. I I think we jump to the full sex pretty quick, usually. Typically, yeah. But there, there was a lot of making out and touching, which I really enjoyed. I think that got me very aroused and very excited. I'm a big fan of the making out and the touching. So to have the opportunity to do this for an extended period of time was something I thoroughly enjoyed. And it's something I'm really not used to because I love some great foreplay. But like you said, we just usually don't do too too much of it. I mean, there's little, but then, you know, jumping right into it, especially because, you know, typically we don't close until the bath. It, it is minute, true. So. We, are, we are typically like, hey, we got to hurry up and do this because we're all tired. And we're going to fall asleep if we don't fuck soon. But I I would like to incorporate a lot more of the making out. It is fun. It is. After we do this fingering for a little while, I kind of climb on top of Marie and just kind of grind on her a little. And no sooner do I start grinding on her that she kind of wraps her legs around me and pulls me inside of her and we start fucking. And this is about the same time that Kevin's kind of doing something similar with me Now, what was weird about this whole night was that me and Kevin never utilized the entire bed. At every point in the night, one of us was hanging off of the edge of the bed. So for the good portion of the night, poor Kevin's knees. I I don't, he, I feel like I should send him some knee pads or something. He... was on his knees teasing me with his cock and um, so I'm just like my back is on the bed but my ass is kind of slightly hanging off of the bed and my feet are on the floor so if you can picture that and so Kevin is on his knees between my legs teasing me with his cock just not putting it in and it's right there oh my god and I wanted it so bad and it was just the best tease ever really I think you can verify that at the point that he did put it in, I was immediately. You made a sound that made both of us kind of turn and look and watch as you were working those hips. You could tell that you had been trying to get it inside of you. And once it went inside of you, you were like, I'm taking this. (laughs) Yes, I got what I wanted. Finally. So he grabs your legs, picks them up over his shoulders, and again, still on his knees, pounding away on you at the side of the bed. Marie and I are still fucking missionary on the other side of the bed. I am curious if the knees were an issue because... Oh, they had to be. There's no way he didn't have some sort of rug burns on his knees when he left here. (laughs) That is for sure. So he stopped fucking you and starts going down on you for a little while. Yes. And you're still... I'm still fucking Marie at this point. And I pick her legs up and put them over my shoulders and continue pounding away as well. I hate saying pounding away, but 
She was thoroughly enjoying that as well. It was fun listening to the two of you making sounds side by side. <laughs> After a while of this, I pulled out and came all over her chest and came and came. And she <laughs> out loud goes, well, that's a lot. <laughs> she was very surprised, as is most women when they uh, get to experience the full sight of your <laughs> ejaculation. <laughs> but... And being the good guy I am, I... Oh, this was so sweet, too. You totally... You didn't even wipe yourself off yet. You grabbed a towel and wiped her off first, and it was so sweet. I thought that was so nice. I am a nice guy. After watching me come all over his wife, Kevin then gets back up and proceeds to start fucking you again. Me and Marie kind of start making out a little bit. She did climb over and lean over top of you and start kissing you. She's watching him. So after fucking you for a little while, he stops and starts going down on you. He goes to stand up and I think he was going to try to move you to a spot where he didn't have to kneel. (laughs) Maybe. But as he's standing, you immediately sit up and go, "Ooh, I want to suck his cock and you start blowing him again. And what were you and Marie doing? We were actually just laying back on the bed, kissing and touching each other and kind of watching you guys. The more we watch you guys, the more turned on we start to get. I start playing with her pussy a little. She starts stroking my cock some more. Kevin wanted to make sure that you finished. That seemed to be a goal of his, definitely. He He goes down on me again. He does, and you do finish. Yep. (laughs) And as you come, Marie starts blowing me. And Kevin, as he has made you finish, decides it's time to start fucking you some more. And I switch to doggy style. He picks you up, spins you over, and now he can stand up and he doesn't have to worry about his knees. (laughs) So he starts fucking you doggy style. Yes. I'm in doggy style, but I lean down onto kind of my head and shoulders and my arms are more stretched out and he did one super sexy move where he grabbed one of my arms and he put it behind my back so he held my hand behind my back as he was thrusting and it was oh it was so sexy he was using your arm to pull you back into him oh so oh that's so great one favorite move of mine there
can tell he's getting very exhausted. He lays down on the bed, most likely looking for another blowjob from you, which you don't hesitate for one no. second to uh, oblige. I mean, he had a goal in mind and so did I. So he he met his goal. Now it was my turn to meet mine. So you're blowing him and I'm now hard and Maria's still soaking wet. So I, once again, Back to slide inside of her nice. and start fucking her. Nice. You pull up from sucking his cock and climb on and you start riding him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's finally what got him right to the edge. And he let you know he was about to come and you jumped off and wrapped your lips around his cock and swallowed every bit of cum he had to give you. Yes, I did. And as we wrapped up there, we did our typical naked chit chat and slowly got dressed and kind of ended the night there. Yes. And so many good points about this evening was from beginning to end, we had already kind of had that lead up sexual interaction at the club two weeks earlier that kind of started it a little slow burn for two weeks. And then we really looking forward to hanging out with them. And then when we get here, there's no need for a transition. We we just go right into the bedroom and get things started. We have all of this foreplay and not to mention foreplay, but also extended sexual play as well. I feel like a lot of times we enjoy the sex, but it usually goes by pretty quickly. Like you said, because we typically wait till the very end of the night or late into the evening and it's like, okay, Gotta let's get, get this, this done. Yeah. So much fun. We had such a great time with them. It was a great experience. Really enjoy them, hanging out with them. Everybody finished. <laughs> so. Two weeks later. We go to an event at the club called Cockfest. This is the event that the club holds to pick out their single guys that are allowed to have memberships. Unlike some other clubs, which welcome single guys either every night or on specific nights, this is the membership drive, if you will. So all the couples that go or all the single women that go each get a ticket. They talk to each of the single guys and decide who they like and who they want to be offered a membership. Our club owner was nice enough to give you two tickets because she knows that you have a bit of a problem deciding or... (laughs) Or maybe she just thinks I have good taste. That you do as well, too. (laughs) So she gives you two tickets for tonight. Yes, I had two tickets. This was a night where I decided, you know what? I'm going to sit back and you just enjoy this. Tom and Lauren were there Mm -hmm. because Lauren is always excited to find some new single gentlemen. Our friends Marty and Wendy also happened to be going to the club for their first time. You and Lauren kind of took the bull by the horns on this night and wanted to walk around and meet as many of the single gentlemen as you guys could. I have two tickets in hand and the first couple single males I talked to who I liked already had tickets. So I was like, all right, now I have to find guys to give my tickets to. And I'm not the most social person. So it was difficult for me to just randomly walk up to guys and start chatting. It was, but you noticed a very tall, handsome gentleman sitting alone at a table kind of off in the corner. Yes. And so I was like, all right, well, he might not have a ticket. So I went over to his table and I started talking to him. It turned out that he was dared to be there by his friends 
he apparently followed through with the dare to show up. And I thought he was fantastic. <laughs> he was really nice and many, many compliments from him towards me. I gave him a ticket, finished talking to him and kind of come back to the group. And there was a single gentleman who came in late to the party, so to speak. Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne came up very good communicator, very pleasant to talk to. Very respectful. He acknowledged both you and I was quite pleasant to talk to. And so I had this lingering last ticket, which I was feeling like I wasn't going to be able to give away. And so I was like, oh, well, here's the ticket. And I don't even think he knew what the tickets meant or. Nope. Because <laughs> he was there a little late. He didn't even know the rules. But but very shortly after you handed him that ticket, the club owner came out and said, all right, all single guys, if you have a ticket, come over here. If you don't, sorry, you have to leave. And the single guys without a ticket left. And the single guys that had a ticket went over. She gathered them all, explained the rules to them, offered them their chance to purchase a membership. And if they were interested in purchasing a membership, they did. And if not, they could leave as well. Yeah. So at this point, if they didn't purchase a membership, they also had to go. And if they did, then they could come back in. So us as the couples who have chosen them kind of stay inside, kind of waiting for the ticket holders to come back. And unfortunately, my first ticket receiver did not come back in. Yeah, it sounds did like he didn't want to pay for that membership. membership <laughs> which I think is pretty pricey for the single guys. It so. is a very expensive hobby yeah. for the single guys. So I don't blame him, but I was a little bummed. I was like, oh man. <laughs> Tony and Gina being the punctual ones they are. Came strolling in after all the ticketing had been done. We had set up a post party after this that Tony and Gina, Tom and Lauren and Marty and Wendy were going to come over. And the big plan was, all right, let's find as many single guys as we can, bring them back to the sex apartment and we'll have some fun. Yes. Wendy had picked her friend, which was Brandon, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. As we were sitting at the table talking, waiting for the single guys to come back in, one of the newly ticketed single guys came up to us and introduced himself as Jay. And we all started talking and you and Jay hit it off quite nicely. Quite a bit, yeah. I think you guys made out a little at the table and you, you were enjoying that. Yeah, I was wearing a corset that the front of it zipped up rather than you know, hooked or anything. So I don't remember what silly line that Jay had to get me to unzip it a little bit, but I completely forgot it, this. it doesn't take much. And no, so no, <laughs> just, okay. Just the mere um, hint towards <laughs> me taking off my clothes usually gets me in that direction. So I didn't unzip it the whole way, but obviously where I unzipped it was right in the center of my cleavage. So then here I have my tits are just kind of right there, not totally falling out yet, but Really on the verge. Very much ready to. <laughs> Typically on this night, after the tickets have been handed out, the people accept their membership, the rest of the club opens up and you're able to go back in the back and have some fun. The reason we planned this post party was because everything was closing early and she knew if she had to have people in by a certain time to have some time afterwards that nobody was going to show up. So this was just the membership drive. You were allowed to continue to hang out, but nobody was allowed to go in the back. We started gathering our crew said, all right, let's head back to the sex apartment and have some fun. Wendy grabbed Brandon by the hand and said, I'll take you there. You can drive me. <laughs> and Marty kind of shrugs and says, okay, I'll drive with you guys. And if you know Wendy, that's just very typically that, her. <laughs> that, is, that is the Wendy thing to do. As Wendy's walking through the parking lot, she yells to... Jim and Mary. Thank you. And says, hey, we're having a party. Come with us. Come with us. 
<laughs> and I'm like, uh, what's going on? Well, we love having lots of people at the sex apartment. It is also not very big. Yes. <laughs> and now granted, Tom and Lauren hadn't picked a single guy to bring with us, but they were still eager to come. Tony and Gina hadn't picked anybody either, but they were very excited to come to the sex apartment again because, well, they know what happens at the sex apartment. I do kind of tell Wendy, okay, that's enough. <laughs> I give Jim and Mary our address, address yeah. and he says, okay, cool. I have a couple single guys that are going to come with us. Yay. And we're like, all right, this is perfect. And I invited Jay. Yes, quite obviously. You were, <laughs> you were zipping yourself back up and said, you're coming with us. And yeah. we texted him where to go. And we all end up back here at the sex apartment. The big plan for the girls as we got back to the sex apartment was for you guys to change into something sexy to encourage some play to happen. So you, Gina... Lauren, Wendy, and Mary all went back one by one, one to by change one, yeah. and put on your sexy outfits. Yours was a pair of black panties that kind of had laces up the back, a bra, and a sheer robe. Mm-hmm. So the five of you girls are standing around in lingerie of some type, and we're all talking and talking and talking and talking and talking and talking until one of the single guys that... Jim and Mary brought. Yes. Yeah. He suggests a spin the bottle game. Yes. And we're not going to give the single guy a name because, well, you'll find out in a little while. (laughs) He likely won't reappear. (laughs) After multiple times of yelling for everyone to come play spin the bottle, Tony, Gina, Wendy, Jay, Mary, Lauren, you and I agree to play spin the bottle with him. Being the super hostess that you are, you went ahead and spun the bottle first. And it landed on the single guy. So I kissed the single guy because that's the rules of the game. That's the rules of the game. You guys made out and he was very handsy in the process. (laughs) He spun it again and surprise, surprise, it landed on me. So So I kissed him again. I spun the bottle, landed on Gina. Two of us got to make out for a little bit. And then Lauren spins the bottle and it lands on the single guy again. He makes it very clear. Those are the rules. Come on, come on, come on. So she gets up and kisses him for a little and sits back down. Wendy spins the bottle and it lands kind of towards you, which was leaning towards a single guy, but Tony was next to you and she goes, oh, it's you, Tony. And she goes over and starts making out with Tony. Mary then spins the bottle and it lands on the fucking single guy again. (laughs) She goes over, makes out with him. Jay, who is sitting next to Mary, spins the bottle. And again, lands on the single guy. <laughs> but at this point, I think we, we're growing tired of this, right? I grabbed the bottle and I pointed to me and then I kissed Jay. <laughs> I just needed a small excuse. <laughs> Gina spins the bottle next. And once again, the fucking single guy. <laughs> As the two of them are making out, the guys turn the table and switch out the bottle because there's got to be something going on with this fucking bottle or the floor or who knows what. <laughs> but all right, we're going to do whatever we can to fix this. And Tony is next to spin the bottle, and once again, it lands on the single guy. Single guy goes, oh, come on, I'm just a winner, come give me a hug. (laughs) And Tony, being a good sport, jumps up and gives him a hug. It gets back to you. You spin the bottle, and without giving a shit where the bottle stops, (laughs) you lean over and start making out with Gina. As you finish making out with Gina, you stand up and go to sit back in your space, and Tony grabs you and pulls you down and starts making out with you. And in typical Tony fashion, he... (laughs) Climbs on top of you and starts dry humping you and kissing you. And what a surprise, one of your tits comes out. (laughs) And he's kissing and touching you. The single guy suggests, okay, it's my turn, my turn. And everyone's like, yeah, I I think we're good. We're we're done with this game now. (laughs) The game had 
done what it was supposed to do and got things rolling. See, so. I don't think it did. It got things rolling for you, <laughs> but everybody else was just annoyed that the single guy kept getting landed on and wasn't, no, somebody else, somebody else. I guess, yeah. So people kind of got up from the couch while you and Tony continued making out on the couch. As you two finish, you sit up, leaving your tits still hanging out a little, and Jay walks over to you, and you stand up and start making out with him. Tony and Lauren are off to the side there. They start kind of dancing and touching on each other. As you and Jay are making out, you start rubbing his cock through his pants. He continues kissing you and holding the back of your head and touching all over you with his other hand. Jay does the one thing that almost indefinitely will ensure that you will have your cock in me later. <laughs> and that is that he... Gotta be. <laughs> he kissed kissing my your neck. neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he kissed my neck and he's, you know, rubbing my tits. And at this point, I think both... Both tits are out. Ends up laying me down on the couch and kind of starts rubbing my pussy on top of my panties. We continue to make out for a little while. He climbs on top of me and kind of do like a dry humping type of thing where he's showing me exactly how hard he is. (laughs) Um, But with his pants still on. With my tits already out, my bra's just in the way. So I unhook my bra and take that off. And um, You actually just unclasped it because it was one of those front clasp bras. So you just... (laughs) Pulled it out to get it out of the way and give him full yeah, access to your tits. I mean, why which, not? They're already there. So I think the rest of us enjoyed that as well. I bet. I am just ready to take this to the bedroom and move forward. You guys had been teasing each other for a good probably two hours by this point between yeah. at the club and here. So I stand up and I take my robe off. I take the rest of my bra off and I grab Jay by the hand and I lead him right into the bedroom. And I follow behind because I'm not going to miss this fucking show. <laughs> I did kind of feel badly that I was leaving a room of a party. You know what I mean? Like kind of taking my own party to the room. (laughs) Yes and no. I mean that you girls put the outfits on for this specific reason. I think had the bottle not landed on the single guy repeatedly, things would have kind of spread out a little more. I had my eyes on one thing. Your eyes were on the prize. And and I took that one thing. (laughs) As you should have, I think. Yeah, I know, but it still looking back, I kind of like, oh, I was a little bit selfish there, <laughs> doing my I, own thing. No, you were at a sex party and you were having sex. I think that's perfectly <laughs> acceptable. Well, you weren't having sex yet, but you yeah. were eager to have sex. It's going there. It was getting there. So we get to the bedroom and you sit on the couch in your usual typical spot. spot. I take my panties off. Like, like you literally walked in the door and <laughs> your panties were halfway to your knees and then you flung them off and spun around like, all right, let's go. <laughs> and I work on getting Jay's shirt off as well. And we're making out in the process. Somewhere around here, I dropped out to my knees. It's somewhere around here. <laughs> I pull his pants down and I get to work. He's already very hard. Not a whole lot of work needed here. Not at all. (laughs) Uh, And Jay ends up laying me back onto the bed and he rubs his cock, teasing me across my pussy. And we make out some more. I'm just wanting it so badly at this point. I'm begging him, please fuck me. But he doesn't. He goes down on me first. And I will say... You weren't too disappointed with that because you were definitely quite audible. Oh. 
these noises clearly draw some attention. So Lauren comes in and starts making out with me. And Jay continues going down on me during me and Lauren kissing. And Lauren had kind of crawled onto the bed and was kind of in the doggy style position, leaning over top of you, making out with you. And I think this kind of spurred maybe the entire party to kind of come in and check out what was happening. So in Tom and Wendy, they come in and then Tony and Gina come in. And in typical Tony fashion, he sees you getting eaten out in the bed. Lauren making out with you. He quickly strips down to his boxers and sits on the bed. And Gina and Wendy come to sit next to you on the couch. Lauren, seeing Tony getting ready, stands up, pulls off her panties, and turns to look at Tom, who doesn't have a very happy look on his face. And he kind of motions her over. She walks over and just her bra. He whispers something into her ear. She looks out the door. He whispers a little more into her ear. And she picks up her panties and walks out of the room. And Tom follows behind her. In the moment, we were confused as to what was happening. I think we picked up on... I mean, we know Tom and Lauren are always down to play. And they're always ready for a great time. So this was an unusual move for them. And I think in the moment, we had a lot of question marks. Even into the next day, me and you had discussed this, saying like, well, what happened? We, you know, we were very confused. We did get clarity from them later on. Tom did text us and apologized for leaving so abruptly and said that the single guy was just being too aggressive. He didn't like it. He didn't want to give him any satisfaction. He didn't want him to enjoy Lauren in any way, shape, or form. So he felt it was time for them to leave. I will say this party would have been drastically different had the Nessa and Lauren show taken off. I know. And I, I'm not blaming them because the second you're uncomfortable, he did the right thing. Yeah. And I think it was, I've told him repeatedly, don't worry about it. It is what it is. Hell, I still enjoyed everything that happened the rest of the night, but it definitely would have been a much different party <laughs> had they not left. Well, and I think the single guy was making other people uncomfortable too. It wasn't just them. He seemed to have that theme throughout the night and would continue to have that theme. Yes. Unfortunately. Although had Tom said something to me of, hey, can we get this guy out of here? I gladly would have asked him to leave. And <laughs> yes. And kept them around. Yes. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. So Tom and Lauren walk out. Tony's like, oh, hmm, okay. Well, now, well, well, Ness is still here. And he reaches over and starts playing with your tits as Jay continues going down on you. Brandon then walks in the room and I had known Wendy was quite interested in enjoying some Brandon time because... She was so eager (laughs) to uh, get an opportunity to play with him. So I, knowing how nervous Wendy typically is, I said, Brandon, Brandon, come sit down next to Wendy. He sits down and now it's me, Gina, Wendy, and Brandon sitting on the couch watching Jay go down on you. (laughs) Tony, seeing that you guys are kind of having a bit of a moment there, kind of stands up and goes looking to see, hey, what happened to Lauren? And he walks out of the room. Brandon sits down next to Wendy. They talk for a little bit. Wendy, still being super nervous, suggests that they go get a drink. So the two of them hop up and go leave while Gina and I continue to sit there watching the show that you're putting on. So I happen to notice that the room is kind of clearing out, but still enjoying Jay very much. Jay climbs up. He is ready to go as much as I'm ready to go. So he slides his cock right inside and he lifts my legs over his shoulders. He fucked you for a while in that position. And again, you make these sounds and I absolutely fucking love them. Oh. 
He then flips me to a doggy style position where, again, one of my favorites. Oh, and the way he was fucking you, you took your head and threw it back and just, you were, oh, fuck, I mean, you were having a good time. So we do that for a little while and then we flip back and this time I tell him to lay on his back so that I can ride him. Tony then comes in, I think, figuring out that people had left, grabs his pants and starts getting, walks out and starts getting dressed. So the single uh, guy walks in and sits down on the couch next to Gina and starts talking to her. My guess is trying to get her to engage in something. She's not a fan. She hops up and walks out, but he kind of follows behind thinking, well, maybe I have a chance here still and follows behind her. Brandon then comes and stands in the doorway to watch as jay continues to fuck you and brandon comes back in but not with wendy at this point meanwhile me and jay roll into a missionary position you are very audibly enjoying this By this point, I had felt this party was going to become much more of an orgy. I was looking for you to get a little more than just one thing. I knew Brandon wasn't going to get much from Wendy as Wendy was probably too nervous to do anything and wasn't going to jump on the bed next to you guys with him. So I suggested, hey, I think Ness's mouth could use another <laughs> cock. As Brandon starts unbuttoning his shirt, getting ready to do that, Jay then proceeds to pull out and comes. Brandon kind of shrugs his shoulders. Okay. So after Jay comes, I have to pee. So I jump up to get out of bed to go to the bathroom. And as I round the corner, I realize somebody is in there. So I come back to the room. Brandon is shirtless. So I start kissing him. Jay at this point is a little kind of awkward. He's getting dressed really quickly. I think he knows like... You could tell his... this was a new experience yeah. for him. I think he did a fantastic job in front of all the people. Yeah. But I don't think he was prepared for you to go, well, thanks for fucking me. Now I'd like to fuck someone else. I thought he was kind of expecting you to go, whew, I've had the J show. I don't need anything else. Yeah, it was. So he's off in the corner just kind of putting his clothes on, just not even looking at the room, just facing the wall, getting dressed. But I moved on to Brandon rather quickly. You did. Sorry. And so you guys, sorry my ass. That's <laughs> Hey, we invited a gentleman back to the sex apartment. Wendy didn't do her job to take care of him. So you were like, hey, I'm being a good host. I mean, if you want to put it that way, okay. <laughs> 
I'm kissing him, which then leads to him pulling down his pants. And and this was surprising because typically you're the one eagerly trying to pull out somebody's cock, but he was ready for you to be all over him and he's unbuckling and dropping his pants. I mean, I pants. just had a whole session here, so I'm not exactly in my most right mind. <laughs> so, so yeah, he pulls down his pants and I, of course, dropped my knees to give him a blowjob, but I still have to pee. I run out to see if the bathroom is open and unfortunately it is still occupied. So as I'm coming back into the room, I notice that Jay is now fully dressed and he's just putting on his shoes so he's ready to go. So I give him a nice goodbye kiss and uh, thank you very much for... <laughs> All your services. (laughs) (laughs) And as I'm kissing him goodbye, I hear the bathroom door open. So I run to get the bathroom so I can finally pee. And when I get back into the room, Brandon is stripped down to just his boxers and he is on the bed waiting patiently. And I think we're going to stop this story here and we'll pick this up in a few more weeks in episode 26. Oh, you're going to cut it off now? Sorry. It's not like me to leave guys with blue balls. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844 4 Day and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories. 